the stems, the chief thing you've got to get from the lecture is this, not these particular forms. These are only illustrations. Is that the stem of the Greek verb is going to be oriented toward the focus of the writer or the speaker, whether he's focusing on the activity, on your involvement or his involvement with the activity, or upon resultant state, not principally on time. Not principally on time. Now, how does time then factor into this? What Greek does, time-wise, is it has just really two different time frames. There is non-past and there is past. And you can do each of these focuses in non-past time and you can do them in past time. So the Greek verbal system is set up not to come off of time with different expressions, but to be oriented toward focus with time being a secondary consideration. With time being a secondary consideration. So the way it actually works out is like this. These have primary endings, and these have secondary endings. So all non-past forms have primary endings. All past forms have secondary endings. And you can essentially do versions of each stem with primary endings and with secondary endings. Now we have already had the so-called aorist stem with secondary endings, right? And so we had elipon. That's this stem, augmented secondary termination. Okay? Connecting vowel and ending. We have had this stem so far with a primary termination. What's going to happen in this lesson is simply this. You're going to be able to take that first principal part stem, the lipo stem, you take off the primary termination, the omega on the end, and you put on secondary stuff. Look at there. All I did was I took the lipe stem, stripped it of its primary stuff, and put secondary stuff on it. Namely, augment on the front, right? And then connect, normal connecting vowel, secondary ending ni. Look how close those two look, elipon and elipon. They're both in the past. So they both are augmented. They both have secondary ending. What 
is the difference between the two? The stem. Right. And now what's going to be the difference semantically in terms of what they convey? Not time. Focus. This one will be focus on the action. I left. This one will be focus on the connection between me and the action, such as I was leaving. I did leave, I used to leave, I habitually left. Any way in which the verbal action is conceived as connected to me. Now, there are various ways in which we can understand this connection. It could be continuous in the past. I was leaving the money when the police arrived. All right? It could be emphatic. See these two here, progressive emphatic. I did leave the money. Don't tell me I didn't. See, now that would really emphasize my involvement with leaving. I did leave the money. Now beside these two right here, which are maybe the most common, there are a bunch of others that are also detailed in the book. Let me give you a couple more. Habitual, I left the money every Friday just like they ordered. Left every Friday. All right? Um, I used to leave the money. And then there are some very unusual ones, like this. Getting a connection between myself and the activity going. I began to leave the money. I tried to leave the money. Now all those expressions that I've given you are all expressions of focusing on the connection between the activity and the doer of the activity and will be lurking as possibilities for you in the text when you see this form. This is, this form here, is the so-called imperfect form. That's an English expression. That's an English expression. Here's what it actually is. It is the past time version of the focus upon connection stem. So now, what we have to do is we have to reform all of our vocabulary from the first eight chapters. And that is to say that tense will now be put into quotation marks in the book. Tense does not mean time. Tense means focus. Even though, even though when you learned English, or those of you who learned Greek from other teachers, if you learn that tense has to do with time, sear that out of your mind. It does not have to do with time. The so-called tense of a verb will be a combination of focus primarily 
and then, whether it's primary or secondary endings, some time factor attached to it. Now, you'll notice because of this, because of what I'm, ta I'm talking about, that the stems are connected to focus. I can use them for all kinds of other activities. Over here, these were infinitives. These were imperatives. I can do subjunctives. I can do optatives. And I will do them off of specific stems. So uh, now this next point, this next point is extremely key, but is very hard for people to catch on to. And indeed, because this is so, I have actually considered in a rewrite of the book doing a massive rewriting and not beginning the book with the present tense. All right? Because of what I'm going to tell you next. <clears throat> you learned in chapter 8 the aorist. And the aorist was seen as simple past. That was a kind of giant lie. <laughs> the aorist is actually this. It is the focus on action stem, which, if I augment it and put secondary endings onto it, gives me a past event. But if I don't, like over here, it has no connection with the past whatsoever. Now I'm going to repeat that. When you got the aorist in the last lesson, you, were, you received the impression that aorist meant past. It really doesn't. Kefi, you asked me a couple of days ago, why the aorist has its name. Why is it called aorist? That's actually aorist, or anything with horizo has to do with boundary, and it's unbounded. It's the unbounded one. And by that I mean, I think it means rather, by that I think it means that it is not bound to any person or doer or actor in the sentence. It is simply a focus upon the activity itself. Thus, you can take any stem in Greek. If you don't augment it, it will not be in the past. If you do augment it, it will be in the past. So, so, the so-called present tense that we had in chapter 3 was actually the focus on connection stem, not in the past. And the morphology that you're going to get for today's lesson is taking that very stem, removing all indication of primariness from it, putting on secondary terminations, no new terminations to learn for tomorrow. It's all the stuff you learned for the strong aorist. You just put those on, and now you get 
that sta same stem in the past. So now we have upped the sophistication level of what we are doing with the language exponentially. Okay? So it's not just this. You get a new stem, you get a new tense. Oh no, you need a brain ream job here. <laughs> Here's what it is. You get a new stem, you get a new focus. All right? Now if I do augments and secondary endings on that stem, I put it in the past. If I don't put augments and secondary endings on, it ain't in the past. So, the aorist tense that you guys got last lesson is not a past tense as such. Only when I take that stem and slap augments and secondary endings on it is it in the past. If I do forms of that stem like this without augments on the front, it ain't in the past. It's got a focus. The focus is on the activity as opposed to the connection between the activity and the person which will itself have several expressions in English. Okay? It will have several expressions in English. The most common are continuously doing the activity like I was running, <clears throat> habitually doing it, I used to run, and emphatic, I did run. Those would be probably the most common expressions of that sort of connection. Now we do a bet one more back transformation, ream, reaming of the brain job. Now we can back up to what we did in chapter 3 and say, hallelujah, we don't have to have such stupid translations of the so-called present tense. Remember how we said, he washes the child, Jesus heals the slave, stuff like that. Okay, here's the big fat fact. You can use all kinds of translations for the present because it is, what is the present? The focus on connection stem in present time. So here are the possibilities. I am healing. I do heal the child. I try to heal. I habitually heal. All of those are possible because all of those are different expressions of connectivity. So when the author is seeing the activity and the person together, and there are various expressions of that, he, he does do it emphatic. He is doing it right now, continuous. He habitually does it. You know, it's connected to him like a habit. Every time something comes in view, he goes and plays golf, see? Every Thursday, he plays golf. Now, I just want to talk a little bit more about this business of translating the present now. When we translated the present as simple expression, he heals, the virgin washes herself. Jesus sees the slave. All those. 
The reason those sounded so completely stupid is this. The simple expression that we were using, Jesus heals the slave, is appropriate only under a very strict set of circumstances, and that is habitual. So when do you use this statement? I pay the rent. You never use that statement if you're actually involved in it. If you're standing at a window of a bank and somebody says, hey, what are you doing? You wouldn't say, I pay the rent, <laughs> right? You would say, I am paying the rent. Why? Because you are focusing on your involvement with the activity. See? That's what we mean by focus. So you would say, I am paying the rent. Now, if somebody says to you, hey, you are shortchanging everybody because you are, in fact, not paying your obligation, and you'd say, no, no, I do pay rent. Okay? Now, again, you're emphasizing your own connection to rent paying. When would you say, I pay the rent? The only, <laughs> only under this circumstance. This is the only time you would say that. I pay the rent every Friday. See? When it's habitual activity. Now you use the simple expression. I pay the rent daily. I pay the rent monthly. Every Friday. Each two weeks. Whatever you're going to say. So, while the expression is simple, <clears throat> the thought is connective. Because paying the rent is like a habit for you, connected to you. Every Friday comes around, you pay the rent. See? So when the focus is on the actor and the activity connected in some way, that's first principle part. And we do that in our language too. Like I say, <clears throat> I wish Adafris were here to hear, hear uh, all of this because it's a very important thing to understand with our language. We do not use a simple expression like I pay the rent except in habitual circumstances. And in that case, you actually are thinking of a connection. Now, this explains why there is no form there on the chart. That is to say, if we take the so-called aorist stem, are there forms of the aorist that look like this, that look like presence? Lipo, lipice, lipi, lipomen, lipite, lipusi? Well, in theory, there could be. In theory, there could be. Which would be focus on the action in present time. But in fact, these forms do not occur. And I think there's a good reason for it, and it is this. Anytime action is actually going on in present time, just by the very nature of things, somebody has to be connected to it. I mean, it's going on. So therefore, you sort of don't need those forms. 
because if I am, if singing is going on, somebody is doing it, and when you're describing it, just when you look at it, the person is involved in it. So when you are talking about something in the present, you don't really use that, you use this form right here. Now for resultant state, there's a little issue of ending, so I'm not going to put that on here right now. But uh, this leloif will be, I have, I would use it in a case like this. You can do a present time, you think of the perfect as present. I have left the money, i.e., I don't have it anymore. See? I, Okay, oh, I have left my keys someplace else. I can't, what does it mean? I'm now locked out of my office. I am incapable of getting into my office. It's not really a statement of the fact that I left them at some time, but I don't have them anymore. Now, can you, can you do this in the past? You bet. All you do is you augment it and you're going to put on a secondary ending there, and we'll talk about the actual thing as it goes on. But in each case, you'll notice how you have augments, and in these cases, you do not have augments. So the way the verbal system works, anything augmented puts the action into the past. Anything not augmented, including the aorist, does not put the action into the past. 